tuning up the band. And here we go on another episode of Sunday Poor. My name is Anthony. I'm here, as always, on the horn with my cousin Ant. We're going to talk about a couple things, catch up a little bit, talk about uh, the movie game we played last week, and do round two. Ant's got some movies picked out for me today, and we'll uh, do – it's not match game. I keep on saying match game, but it's uh, fucking the dating game. So we'll do, we'll do the movie dating game again later on today. But before that, Ant, how the fuck you doing? And what are you drinking tonight, my friend? Uh, I forgot to grab some, so I think I'm gonna have to stick with the Heaven Hill down here on the, uh, in, the in the basement bar. It's tough. It's tough, but you got to do it, man. Yeah. <laughs> forgot the laptop. <laughs> I some... forgot a drink. I'm all out of sorts. Something about that Heaven Hill, that bottle, just just it... It brings a smile to your face. You see it in the you see it in the in the Packer store, and it's tough not to pick it up and even just admire it. Just look at it and be like, yeah, this is this could bring some good times. It really is. It's the per. It's the perfect bourbon when you're hosting company, like especially like scumbags, like I usually do. <laughs> Lower level, when you... of pe- dregs of society. Uh, but now it's just <laughs> now it's even perfect when you're on a quarantine. So and, and the thing never. I mean, I've had it since Super Bowl, and the thing it's still like a quarter full, probably no end in sight. <laughs> that's it. It's a never ending bottle. Yeah, it just keeps there's, there's a slogan in there somewhere. Come, we'll come up with. But uh, the thing just never <laughs> never dies, man. There you go. That's, that's pretty good. That'll work. Uh, a couple of things we got to clear up for last from last episode. All right. First of all, uh, I completely botched the baseball shit. Uh, we, I was saying how like fifty fifty was the was the cut, and I was I think I said that uh, the that the owners wouldn't go for that or something like that. Obviously, fifty fifty that's going to cut out a lot of player salaries. It's essentially a salary cap for the players um, for this season. Uh, so I just, I botched that up. I mean, I mean, that's just one of the many arguments that they're going to have in the coming days. Yeah. Uh, if, if we see baseball before July, that's one thing to clear up. Um, the other thing, much more fun. Did you look up the, um, the trivia that we brought up? Uh, I don't remember. What was it? <laughs> <laughs> who replaced Lou Gehrig and who did Cal Ripken replace? Ah, oh, shit. I see that in my notes from last show and uh, I'd forgotten all about it. No. Uh, all right. So Lou Gehrig was replaced um, by a guy named Babe Dahlgren. Okay. A slick fielding first baseman. And he replaced him on uh, May 2nd. Wait a second. Does Luke... Yeah, May 2nd, 1939. And what was the other um, one who, Cal Ripken, Rip- who Ripken replaced? Who Rip- yeah, who was Ripken's Wally Pip. Okay. Um, and this is a little weird because this guy, Floyd Rayford, played third base in the game before Ripken permanently took place took a place in the Orioles' starting lineup for the next 16 years. Ripken was the Orioles' regular third baseman, but got a game off in the second game of the doubleheader. Rayford just happened to play third in the game before Ripken's record streak began. He had played in 22 straight games prior. Uh, on July 1st, 1982, Ripken made a permanent move to shortstop, and that's when he replaced Len Sakata, okay. who had been the team's regular shortstop. So uh, he he started off his streak at third, replacing Floyd Rayford. 
All right, two guys uh, there you go. that are completely not- going to exit my brain after. There's no way I remember that. Babe Dahlgren. I feel like Babe Dahlgren I should have remembered. I feel oh, like right. yeah, that I've heard I don't before. think I ever heard that one. Boston. There's another Yankee babe, man. Just gonna... Yeah, well, maybe that's yeah. why, man. It's just, you know, there's only room for one, only room for one babe. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. In my brain. Uh, <laughs> um, but, yeah, there's not much else uh, from the last. That, that's really all I have uh, from the last show, that base, that fuck up and that. Um, oh, and one other thing. I had I mentioned recently that somebody, our cousin Brian, had called our show brilliant. Uh, he, he made it a point. He made it a point to let me know he was not talking about our show. Oh, right. I don't so, remember that at all. So what was he talking about? Back, back to the drawing board. I was talking about the last dance. Uh-oh. And uh, yeah, he said like he said, the two best shows to date. And I was like, right on the Donnie Brasco show, and it was one of the better shows we've ever had. And I just I assumed he meant that we were brilliant. I could, you know, but uh, yeah, I guess, I guess uh, we're uh, not as good as a, I think it's we a swing are. and a miss. We'll get better. All right, good. I like that's what we're aiming for. Last dance quality. Got to, got to stay positive. Yeah. Man. Six days away from uh, phase one reopen. Here we go. Yeah, this is it, man. <laughs> Here we go. I. It's just. It's so. I miss having just random shit to talk about. But yeah, let's do COVID now. Guy, yeah, I mean, <laughs> may as well knock it out now. Yeah. 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 Uh, so um, yeah, I mean, it's gonna be. Uh, like I said, what did I say it last week? Probably last week. All these shows are blending together because we're talking the same shit. But uh, I would have yeah. waited another couple weeks. That's just me. I would have mm-hmm. waited after the holiday and given you a couple weeks after Memorial Day and then a month out of yep. 4th of July. But whatever. I mean, people aren't going to listen anyway. So what the fuck's the difference? Yeah. Yeah. I think you're going to have your pockets of people who are irresponsible. You're going to have your people who are kind of doing it. Um you know, with safety first in mind. I mean, the first, it's going to be just for the next, I don't know how long, t- two months, a year, six months, whatever. I have no idea. But it's just going to be like a first round of a boxing match. And everybody's just going to feel everybody else out and just dancing around trying to see, like, all right, like, are we too close? Like, like handshakes are out, hugs are out, you had said before. But, uh, yeah, everything. Yeah, every. every Every, everything else is going to be like, all right, can I can I hand you something? Can I, you know, are we doing the elbow thing? Are we what? Are, you know, it's everything is just going to be so. I'm not elbowing just kind of, anybody. No elbows are out, but I mean, you're going to get the people who are going to offer you the elbow. Oh yeah, please don't don't offer me an elbow. You're just going to make it awkward for the both of us because I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'd rather bow to you. I'd rather wow, bow. you're going you're wearing a mask and bowing, Jesus. Uh, well. I'd rather bow. I'd say I'm not going to bow. I've told so you I'm a ha- general wave guy. They just you enter a room, general wave. It knocks out like 20, 30 people. And then you make your way yeah, around the room. No, you talk perfect. to people. You exchange pleasantries. You have conversations. And, you know, if I don't talk to you, that means uh, that's all you're getting is the general wave. Take a hint. Sa- is Saturday, Saturday going to be your first um, social event in the past, uh, I don't know, two months or whatever? Uh I don't even know if I'm making that Saturday. That was a little late, later than I expected. Yeah, so I thought it was a <laughs> daytime thing too. I'm gonna, st- I'm still gonna try and swing by. Just, I just, like I said, first round of the box match. I just want to kind of dip my toe in. That's two different. I analogies might dip in my one, toe but, in like early in the day. Just be there, and uh, if I have COVID, I'm just gonna spread it around and leave it there for everybody. Jesus Christ, man! 
So I, I assume it's we're all going to be outside, right? That's, that's what it sounds like. Everybody's going to be outside. And then that's, you can't go inside. So I'll, like, I got the kids. Yeah, you can't go I'm gonna inside. Go. <laughs> I'm going to throw them some electronics. I'm going to bring – oh, here's another thing. With, with, uh, with this COVID and the new normal, how you're going to visit people and shit, mm-hmm. when, you go to liquor, when you go to the liquor store now, always buy that travel six-pack. Just have it. So when, you, know, if, so you don't have to make it, that uh, stop yeah. the Keep next time. Keep it in the fridge. And you just yeah, gotta, so yeah, yeah, right. Okay. Put, put it in a cooler or a bag, whatever you got. Just always, whenever you go, just buy the extra six pack. Yeah, that's it. It's a it's a great it's a great move, man. That's a very important tip for you for you kids out there dealing with your first uh, pandemic, um, easing into society. Yeah, I mean, I you got to do it's. Hey, we're all adjusting on the fly, so take all the advice. Every you little, yeah, every 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 uh, every tip helps. That's good. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, if people want, if you still want to stay home, that's your choice. Nobody's telling you that you have to leave the house. Yeah. You know, unless it's your job. Yeah. I mean, if it's your job, then you got to go to work. You got to take some risk. You got to make money. Uh, sure. Yeah. Eventually we're going to have to play a little Russian roulette though. And that's, uh, I think, I mean, I think that's already really started. I think I said that two weekends ago, Derby, Derby day that it basically ended. And from what I'm seeing mm-hmm. in public right now, at least on the roads, is basically everyone's out and about. That's probably not one hundred percent, but yeah, no, it's not it's 100%, definitely. But it's it's pretty close. A lot, just, a lot different than it was like six weeks ago. Society is waking up again. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Um, I'm just I'm really dreading the fact that there's just nothing to talk about when you go out, though. Like I don't like small talk to begin with, but now it's go- it's going to be all yeah. We fa- what, the last two months we found something worse than small talk, and it's Corona talk. Yeah, it's it's going to be brutal, man. I it's going to be catching up in everybody's last two months when they didn't do nobody anything. So what the fuck are you going to talk about? Yeah, and then it's going to be talking about their fucking gonna... hair. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Haircuts, nail salons. It's it's. Yeah, what what the shit they got to catch up on now that everything's real? Yeah. Who'd you get takeout from? Was it good? Was it oh, cold when you got man. it? Like, uh, oh, the stories! Oh, the fucking stories! <laughs> I don't want to do it, man. Like the people, the people I talk to, I know what they've been doing. It's like everybody else, the peri- people on the peripheral, and then it's gonna get into something political, which makes it, which is, it's just gonna eventually it's gonna happen. So let's uh, fucking talk about, and it's gonna end up being about Lamont or Trump or whoever. It's gonna be. It's, it's all gonna come down to Fauci. Like, Fauci will get caught. Oh, Fauci's name. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be guys with Anthony Fauci jerseys at these things. There's going to be anti-Fauci people. It's it's yeah, it's it's just it's a disaster waiting to happen. So that's why maybe it's better off we have like this uh, maximum limit there. Once your bladder is full, you got to go. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's I mean Memorial Day is a little bit more of a holiday, so I'm going to try to stick around, take a few pisses in the yard, I guess. Uh, but if I but if I make Market if I territory. make an appearance this Saturday, it'd probably be a quick uh, in and out. I don't know if they'll have me early in the day because I, I planned on I had a few errands to run early in the day, and I planned on being home. Okay, you know I planned on making some margaritas Saturday, and once once the margaritas come out, the, the chances of me leaving the house not great. <laughs> Responsible man, hey, that's responsibility. Sometimes you know you get that tequila going and you. Don't get behind the wheel, man. 
That's a new one. It's a new excuse for not going to a, I mean, now that you don't have the coronavirus to use as an excuse, you're like, I got to be responsible. For the first time we've ever heard that from you. I oh, know. no, I'm just being responsible. I know, but Man, I start, I mean. Your wheels are spinning for excuses now. Yeah, but on a Saturday, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna I'm gonna be starting like a lot earlier than seven yeah. No, it's, it's tough. Late. Yeah, later in the day. I I don't know why we're waiting for the golfers. To be honest with you. Yeah, what the <laughs> fuck is that? <laughs> why are yeah, we planning? Be all... Why are we planning around that? And the golfers are gonna and the golfers are gonna be all tuned up anyway. What do you think they're gonna be doing for four hours? I mean, you would think. I mean, I know. walk I in the believe... fairway for yeah. Well, you would yeah, I you believe... would know. True. I've played with both of them, and uh, well, I haven't played with one of them, because, but he rode with me, and that's all he did was drink. And the, <laughs> other, and the other one, that's all he did was drink, too, So as he played. So, I mean, it's not – yeah, they're going to be all tuned up. Yeah, I, I mean, it's supposed to be fucking – yeah, all right, whatever. We'll see. It's supposed to be fucking beautiful Saturday. I don't wait until 7 o'clock. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm not hopping in. I'm not oh. hopping in a fucking Uber there, either. Again, it's, we're getting a text tomorrow morning about 7.45. I know. <laughs> who this. else we going all in on? Who else, who else we got? <laughs> yeah, who's next? Who's next? Blake Snell. Don't even get me started on him. <laughs> Fucking guy. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm never like, I'm not going to take a hard stance on Blake Snell, but I'm never going to side with, the own, with ownership. I'm just never going to do it. Like, I, the players can be whiny bitches sometimes, but I'm just, like, ownership can go fuck themselves. Well, I'm he, always he say, send hey, mixed signals. He's sending mixed signals, you know? It's like he's saying he doesn't want to have to take a pay cut, and then he's talking about his health. So it's like, which is it? Is it the money or is it your health? I mean, it's definitely a combination of everything. I mean, it's, so, it's, it's more than one thing going on here. I, I, I think it would be up for debate if it was for some other reason there was, you know, there was a shortened season that, was, that didn't have him leaving his house for the first time in two months. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, he plays video uh, games, I think. So, like, he pro- this is probably like a vacation to him. Oh, yeah. He's definitely home. Just, yeah. Video games and porn, basically. Playing Call of Duty. Yeah. You fucking oh, nerd. Jesus. Fuck you, Blake Snell. <laughs> <laughs> if there's no season, do they make, do they make like, nothing? Is, how does this work? I'm, aren't they still getting paid something if there's no season? Or is it absolutely zero? I don't know, because it's, it's not like they're on strike. I have no idea. Right, I would think they're still making something. I mean, what the fuck? A lot of people have had to take pay cuts, man. And those are the people that still have yeah. their jobs. You're crying about having to take one, risking your life. It's your job yeah, to that's pitch, like asshole. That, that just makes it fucking yeah. That just makes it like tone deaf when you're talking about. Uh, just don't talk about money right now, especially if you're a fucking athlete. Yeah, you, if he he, he, just would, he would have been okay if he just stuck with his like his health. If he had just yeah, stuck with yeah, that, yeah. like, I want to make sure we have testing and all that. I'm a little leery about getting yeah. out there. But when you start bringing yeah. money into it, too, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's the unemployment in this country is the unemployment this country is the most it's been, like, 100 years. Like, don't talk and about he's it. sitting there on Twitch <laughs> playing <laughs> video games like an asshole. <laughs> yeah, fucking know, four man. and a half ERA last year. Yeah, he's Stealing fucking, money. That's... And you know Tampa Bay needs every dime, man. You're fucking stealing money from them. <laughs> My God, talking about risking your oh, the healthcare workers are going to work every day. Forget about them or the, the grocery store clerks out there making minimum wage. Yeah, this guy's just going Alexa. This like stuff is going Alexa. Order me a fucking uh, order me the nachos. Order me. Uh, and I fucking, hate the way he fucking you know, talks too, man. God, it I did not me. hit. <laughs> it's like House of Pain. 
Oh, he's just an <laughs> asshole. Fuck him. I can't wait to fucking shell him. <laughs> God. I, yeah, I have not. I did not hear him talk, unfortunately. But he, he sounds like a miserable prick. Dummy. He sounds like a dummy. He does. How do we do against Blake Snell last year? We own him? I think so. Yeah, we crushed him. We mean we meaning the Yankees, not you and me in Call of Duty. I mean he had a four two nine ERA. He had six wins last year. So I think most we, of I mean, we Yankees Yankees have had history of making some pretty bad pitchers look really good, so I'm not Well he was good in twenty eighteen, then he got paid, I think. So, you know. Mm. And obviously he reminded us of that today. That he's he's set to make <laughs> what however much, seven million dollars. What an asshole. Yeah, man. That's, you know, people losing businesses and shit. Like, you can't be like that. Yeah, don't about. pitch that. Don't like, pitch. Like, like, I think Sean Dulo came out right away and was like, that's great and everything, but let's talk about the healthcare. Let's talk about the concerns that we have about the, everybody involved, you know, the, down to media, down to people, you know, filming the games, down to, uh, you know, people that work for the teams, not just the players. You know, it's one thing to play games, get 18 guys out there to play. But uh, you know, let's let's talk about the health involved first. Like that's like the most important thing, and of course, it's the most important thing is the health. Yeah. No, it's I don't, yeah, we don't, it's like we that's don't the number one thing that they got to straighten out is the testing and yeah. keeping guys safe before the money's even talked about. Do you think that was like a power move by the owners is to, to 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 put out the fifty fifty thing and to let the players sound like greedy fucks? Yeah, they're negotiating through the media. I think Bauer, Trevor Bauer, mentioned that him. I didn't have as much uh, of a problem with his comments he was basically like they had an agreement i guess and then the the i don't know if the owners reneged on it or he didn't mm-hmm. like how they went public with it leaking it through the media yeah which yeah. that i kind of understand like the owners being like sneaky greedy fucks uh yeah, snell, that... snell bothered me though bauer was okay with what he said i didn't have that much of a problem with it bauer's had some surprisingly good off the field moments for he seems like a lunatic but he's had some decent off, you know, behind the scenes type moments. I yeah, think. I loved when he blew rem- up his finger with uh, his drill. <laughs> that was my personal favorite off season. That was off, 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 yeah, and then and then game four when his hand just started opening up and bleeding all over the place on the on Yankee Stadium. <laughs> We're all over the mound. I thought that was great. <laughs> yeah, those are good moments. Those are good Trevor Bauer moments. <laughs> hey, I could put all that aside and say I didn't hate what he said though today. Credit to me. You know, there you go. That's fine. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's this is life we're talking about. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> just ba- that's just baseball. Uh, so yeah, oh, um, man. I don't know. It's 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 just it's coming to the point where like I'd rather just risk my life than fucking do one more Zoom. Yeah, you know what we you know what bothers me about the Zoom thing, man. And I think we're this. I think this week is just wrapping everything up. You mentioned Friday is going to be. I know some people are expecting yeah. a Saturday night one. I think that's maybe the last Saturday night one, man. And I mean, yeah, I'm home Saturday nights. So. Yeah, but, but I don't, next weekend is Memorial Day weekend, and I feel like, I mean, I'll probably end up being home on Saturday night, even if I'm home during the day. It's just like I don't know. Zooming on Memorial Day weekend is like extra. The, yeah, this I'd rather just I just rather get on the horn with you and do a fucking show. If we're gonna just sit around. Oh yeah, that's oh, it's not a bad idea. Memorial Memorial Day Saturday show. Yeah, I'd rather idea. do that than just like watch endless Family Feud while wow, we're killing everybody on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, I think no, my I mean, biggest, I, no, my biggest you know, problem. Oh, go ahead. 
No, no, go, no, you go ahead. No, I want to hear what you have to say. I'll it, save mine. It's just when I knew I knew we were in trouble because like when the Zoom thing first started, I fucking hated it. I was like, what is this goofy shit? And then yeah. I knew we were in trouble because like a few weeks in, it started being the highlight of my fucking week. And like I actually yeah. look forward early, to I'm, early I'm, on, not, yeah. I'm still looking forward to tomorrow's Friday happy hour Zoom, but I feel like once you start looking forward to that, man, like, you know, as your highlight, it's, bad, yeah. it's just like something's yeah. got enough is enough. Yeah. I, I, and now I, I just, just hate miss... myself more than before the quarantine started, which I didn't think was possible. <laughs> Fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for your Zoom. Gonna get on your video chat and see your buddies. I know. I'm making fun of Blake Snell on Twitch. I'm fucking Zooming three times a week like an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Listen, man, Friday happy hour, we got to do. I mean, we're all home, so we're going anywhere, yeah. so we have a drink. And then Saturday night was just a wrap. We're just wrapping it up, man. And uh, it's time to get stoned and fucking and see what's going on. Yeah. That's it. Um, I just, I, I like, I like the Saturday one because uh, like it's, it's a communal one. You know, we're all, it's all to get high, right? But uh, <laughs> yeah. I really, I really, I, I just miss like drinking alone. Fucking miss it. I, I, every time I pour a drink, I'm like, should I be talking to somebody on the computer? Yeah, that's a good weird, point. Man. I did not think of it like that. I had a beer. I had a beer yesterday, right after work, and I was. I looked at my computer. I was like, no, nope, nope, don't do it, man. I just when I went out to the porch. <laughs> should I send out porch, a Zoom like, and see who's around? <laughs> yeah, no, I was like, nope, we can't do it, man. Nope. No, it's a good it. point because when this a... quarantine first started, like I would come home almost every day and pour myself a brown. I haven't, I haven't been drinking guys, because you can get yourself in trouble with that the everyday shit. But yeah, now yeah. it's like I haven't been drinking as much during the week other than this show. You know, I do like one or two. Now it's yeah. like I find myself right when I'm drunk. I'm like, all right, we're zooming, and it's like, oh, that's disgusting yeah. to even think yeah. about that. Never mind, say it out loud. I think I think that'll come back a little bit. Zooming? Zoom. I think we're going to take a – yeah, the summertime, we're going to take a, to be a long yeah, break. It's not going to be going for good, I don't think. And plus, we're probably going to be locked down again. Uh, so it'll, it'll come back <laughs> yeah, then. Yeah. But, you yeah, know, it's always yeah. going to be there. Yeah, I just – I think that it's going to – at some point, like now we're sick of it. But at some point, it's going to be like, oh, yeah, we're all going to be home. Like it's going to be like raining out or snow day or something. But like, oh, yeah, remember we used to do those Zooms? Yeah. And some, somebody will send an email out or a text out, and it'll be back on there. But yeah, man, I do. I I just want to drink and get drunk by myself one day. I miss it. It's been a long time. That is a uh, well. I kind of did that Saturday when I when I didn't jump on the Saturday one. But I agree. It's like, yeah, I haven't really like I haven't really drank by myself and just been like that's it in a while. It's a, it's a great pat. It's a great fucking pastime. It is. It is. I mean, that's the road to like loving myself again. Really getting back on the horse and start drinking by myself. Just, just disconnect. Yeah. Just go off the, just go off the grid and get loaded for a couple of days. Yeah. Well, no, I'll text. <laughs> oh, the so- I'll text and shit. It's just uh, looking the into solo the solo bender. The solo bender is pretty good. That's like that's rare. It's a very rare occasion. The solo just getting fucked up by herself for uh, three or four days straight. What is a bender? Two or three days? Two days? Is it um, two straight days of drinking a bender or it's got to go over two? I feel like it's what got... What constitutes a bender? I feel like it's got to go over... I feel like three, two and a half to three. Long week, Long weekend is a bender? 
Yeah, three day weekend. Okay. Constantly. But a reg. What about what about uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Just like you leave work, get hammered, and you don't stop until Sunday night. Yeah, I mean, or, I, I, or do, Monday that. Mor- I do that or a lot Monday anyway. Morning. So. <laughs> I mean, well, <laughs> not too, well. It uh, depends. Okay, so that's just that's just a weekend then. So it's got to go Thursday to Sunday to be a bender. Yeah, I think it's, you got to throw the extra day in there for it to be a bender. Okay, it's got to be longer than a weekend. Gotcha. Yeah, longer than a, longer than your normal weekend. Okay. Uh, All right. Well, yeah. made it through without guys, attacking Wuhan. Easy there, yeah. Bro, don't, no, I made it through Brian without Adams attacking. Attack, without, who? Brian Adams. What he did? He attack Wuhan. So Brian, you know Brian Adams, Summer '69. Of course, Brian Adams. yeah, I've always liked. Yeah, him. he 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 called he called. He's Canadian, by the way. He called. Uh, he called the Chinese Greek. He called them greedy bat eating bastards or something like that. <laughs> he was pissed because he had he had to cancel a bunch of dates and he was pissed. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sure those Not dates happened. are like few and far between nowadays for Brian Adams too. Those guys find a way, man. But it's no, it's, it's, but it's not playing. You know, it's not 1985. He's Definitely playing like old folks songs and stuff like that now. So definitely, well, I, I would hope not. <laughs> <laughs> not. Not now. It's where the bats are living. <laughs> oh jeez, <laughs> old bats. Yeah. Mm, On the first, right. they open up the yeah. wet markets again. God forbid. Did they really? I didn't see. Oh, that. of course they did, man. These people can't Jesus go two, Christ three days Almighty. without eating a bat or a dog or whatever. <laughs> You said you were you were so proud of yourself ten seconds ago for not for not attacking. That Wuhan. was my segue into crushing them. Fuck them. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I got you all in check. <laughs> oh man, they probably got AA meetings there for people to go like a week without eating a weird fucking animal. It's my seven oh, my Jesus. seven day ship. E E A exotic animals. Yeah. Anonymous E A A. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, that's enough on them. It's not their fault. There's there's some good. There's a lot of good Wuhan's out there. Yeah, they're suffering along with with all of us. Yeah, fuck their government, though. Fucking assholes. That's it. That's it. That's yes. Oh, we'll just continue to tell them to go fuck themselves. That's fine. All right. What's all right. And you want to take a quick quick second to reset uh, for audio purposes, and then we'll get back. We'll get right back in and start with the movies. Yeah. Yes. All right. We'll be right back. Surprisingly, nobody's reached out uh, to sponsor us. Although we could do that. I don't know if you knew that, Ant. What's that? We could have a sponsorship through Anchor. The people who uh, do this—I don't mm-hmm. know exactly how it works—but you get, you get, you pro- we probably have made about seven dollars uh, since January when we started. Oh, nice! Every dollar counts. I'm, I'm, I'm only guessing. Yeah, we, we should hook that up. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll look into that a little further. Then you have to listen to Ant do an ad read. Oh, can't wait. <laughs> fantastic fan fucking tastic all right um, heaven help is so, our sponsor hopefully oh i mean they're unofficial sponsors keep saying their name we'll put we'll tag them a couple times maybe they'll send us a couple bottles or something hey, that's it man it'll be all worth heaven it hill. it never dies <laughs> <laughs> or or the better right, it lives forever heaven uh yeah heaven Heaven Hill, pour a pour a glass of the promise. Pour a glass from the promised land. Well, you are, you won't mind dying on this hill. 
<laughs> I don't, I don't. It's, it's a reach. It's a reach. It's a work in progress. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll find something good for heaven hell. <sighs> for for heaven's no no nothing good for heaven's sake. Nope, not gonna work. All right, I'll All make, right, I'll, so I'll make a note of that. Show. Come up with a heaven hell Two, sponsor for next time. Last week, that's your homework. Yeah. Sure. Last week we played a little um, match game with the movie. Uh, I gave three movies that were that were all free on TCM, and we landed on a film from 1973 called Executive Action. Executive Action stars Burt Lancaster, um, Will Gear from the Waltons, and the do you did you recognize anybody else in this movie yet? The bald guy, Ed La, Ed Lauder, Lauder, Lauder. Yeah, he's in a I he's in up- a bunch of he's in a He's in a bunch of shit. You could name everything he's in, and you would never picture this guy. But you, if you see his picture, you'll definitely know who he is. Yeah, that's the only guy who I recognize. Um, this movie uh, was about it. <laughs> really odd premise. So, nineteen seventy-three. It's ten years after JFK gets uh, murdered, and this movie comes out. It's the seventies, and like there's a period from some point in the sixties to probably early eighties. Where like these paranoid thrillers came out, and I'm talking about like Three Days of the Condor, All the President's Men, The Conversation. He's kind of just everything is. Uh, kind of, I don't want to say conspiracy laden, but it's every everybody's kind of looking over their shoulders. You can't trust anybody. Double crosses, triple crosses. It's all like uh, th- this. This all kind of just paranoid feeling to these movies, and I think that fits in here because this is about a conspiracy to kill the president. And they make it very clear early on, this did not happen, but it could have happened. And I don't know what the point of making the movie was. I didn't, I even, pick up on, I didn't even pick up on that. They made it clear that it was fiction. Yeah, in the, in the beginning, they like they have this scroll. Of, like what, Lyndon Johnson gave, um, gave an interview before he died, and he asked that part of the interview be deleted. And apparently it's believed that that part he wanted to lead had said that he thought there was a conspiracy to kill Kennedy. Uh, so even off the bat, even off the bat, it's saying that there's this deleted thing that might exist that President Lyndon Johnson might have said. Um, and so that, that in itself is leaving all kinds of doubt to the, to the premise of this movie. And then it says, at some point, uh, I wish I had the exact wording. I do have it here. It says... Um, the filmmakers said, we really, we mainly suggest it could have happened like this. Um, I mean, yeah, basically, it could have. <laughs> Probably not, but it could have. But, but basically, just for the audience, this movie is about, uh, it's got just some random right-wing politicians, rogue, like, intelligence agents, and some... Secret service, uh, right? Uh... I don't know if they're Secret Service or CIA or FBI. These guys had so many connections, though. I mean, they they used every connection in the book to get to Kennedy. That's why I don't think it happened. There's a million people involved. I mean, I know it didn't happen like this. Well, no, but, yeah, exactly. If it, it, it was that many, uh, you can't keep a secret with that many people. Was that true at the end with all the witnesses that died? Yes, I looked that up. It is true. There's a lot of witnesses that. That odds number is like a hundred thousand, hundred trillion to one. 
hundred. Th- I think it was a hundred thousand trillion to one. That some number eight, doesn't it was, exist. It was eighteen witnesses that died in connection in the, in four years. But not, and some of them were more loosely connected than others. Um, and there were a couple yeah, heart they, attacks in there. Yeah, the first, the one that they said at the end of the movie was a heart attack. But the number is a hundred trillion to one that those eighteen could die. But apparently that, that number is even skewed. Uh-huh. I mean, a couple guys were like in their eighties. I was like, all right. I mean, people in their eighties die some occasionally. <laughs> yeah, one guy um, died by a karate chop. Yeah, that, that one I read. That one I read about was it was believed to be his lover. Cry chopped him. He was oh, gay, and his, okay. his boyfriend cry chopped him in the throat. <laughs> oh, him. It's a tough yeah, way to go. Yeah. So it's just this, this, these nameless rogue agents, um, capitalists. Like, I, there's one guy, I don't know if he was an oil baron or whatever. Yeah, something There's like one that. guy who was like a, a railroad guy, maybe. And it was all very vague, like who these people were, led by Burt Lancaster, who was a, a movie legend, a film Hollywood legend. Um, what do you know about Burt Lancaster to start at? Anything? Nothing. What, like, the name. Have you seen him? It. Have you seen him in any of his, any movies besides Field of Dreams? Um. Oh, that's right, Field of Dreams. Um. No, I don't think I don't think I've seen. I think I did a quick uh, search on his filmography before I even okay. watched this movie, and I didn't. Uh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't never, recognize anything. You never saw Atlantic City. No, which one's that? It's him. It's him. He's like an aging kind of not gangster, but he's kind of shady. Not shady, you know. But he's rubbed elbows with those kind of guys. But he's like this old, older, classy guy. Susan Sarandon is there, and she something happens. She has, there's like a famous scene. Susan Sarandon works in a fish market, and no, the opening scene is. I would have remembered that. The opening scene is her washing. She's topless, washing herself with lemons. I guess I guess the smell of like, the fish market off you. It's kind of a uh, oh, okay. <laughs> semi-famous scene, and uh, yeah. I mean it's it's phenomenal. It's a great movie, it really is. It's a little slow to start, but it gets going. It's good, real good movie. It's when he was Sweet. older, right? That movie. Yeah, that's from the eighties. That's one like close to when he was. Uh, it's probably about five or six years before he died. Okay, maybe even a little longer. But um, Sweet Smell of Success. That's another Burt Lancaster movie. Oh, okay. Him, him and Tony Curtis. Too. Yep, uh, I've never from here seen to it, but that's a that's a really good one. That's like a classic. That's a must watch. Uh, New York nightlife type stuff in the '60s. He's uh, he's like not a gossip columnist, but he's like a. I think he's like he owns a newspaper, maybe, and it's all like nightlife, New York, black and white, fast talking. I mean, you know, the kid in the diner just yeah. quote sweet smell and success. He does it pretty. Does a pretty good impression. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> But it's that's a good one. Um, From here to eternity, that's a good war movie. It's the one that Sinatra, Sinatra won his right, Oscar yeah. for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he he's a million great movies. Uh, the Leopard is an Italian movie. Birdman of Alcatraz, Judgment at Nuremberg, Gunfight at the OK Corral. He's in just. Uh, he's got a, a great great resume. He's a guy that's should be forgotten. Check out some of those. Yeah. Uh, someday. So Burt, Burt Lancaster, this one will dedicate to you, I guess. <laughs> he wasn't. He was. He was. He wasn't great in this movie. I mean, he was just Burt Lancaster in this movie. It was just weird. Yeah, nobody really blew you away in this movie, right? Yeah. No. No. A weird no, movie. No. It wasn't. It wasn't great. No, I it feel like they just. Kind I, of I, made... I, would, I would argue that it wasn't even really good. Yeah, I actually watched. I watched it twice. <laughs> Did you? The end got all right because it, it. You know. 
it leaned it, heavily. The suspense leaned heavily on just knowing that it was gonna. Well, everybody knew it was gonna happen, right? Yeah. It would just show like here's a Texas book depository, here's the window, you know, and like I feel like there's a lot of moments in there that are just meant to make the audience gasp, like oh wow, yeah, that's that could have happened, yeah. Uh, there's guys when they're doing like the target practice mm-hmm. eight months out, they're doing target practice eight months out, and it's a car with four people in it, and Kennedy's the target sitting in the exact spot where Kennedy was sitting. Like, why eight months out? Are they like, well, how do they know? Like, what's going on here? How do they know what they're practicing for exactly this far in advance? It was really weird. Like, two teams were. So, yeah, I guess that's a conspiracy. It was that they're these guys orchestrated this whole thing. And it was really just using facts to frame this loose conspiracy they have. Mm -hmm. Um, And they talk, there's a couple things in there like, the agents being drunk the night before, that's true. At the, some like nine of the social, of the secret secret uh, service agents were out drinking the night before. The guy, these like guys that. weren't in on it. They were not in on it. Right, not in the right. movie and not in real life, no. Well, yeah, yeah. But, but they were out like in Fort Worth the night before getting hammered. Um, that's, that's true. That happened. Obviously, there was a lot of newsreel footage and stuff. Yeah, at the end, there was a lot, a lot of stuff, they, too. <laughs> Early on, they kind of discredit the entire thing because one of the guys, there's one guy on the fence and this whole group of people, they very quickly decided that they needed to kill the president. Very quickly, early on, they're like, we got to kill him, right? Yeah. <laughs> so they're all, all these guys are in this room and they're, they're all, I guess it was because of how he was handling Vietnam. They didn't want him to pull out of Vietnam. It was anti, you know, because he was, they didn't want the communists to take over. The area. There's some racial things involved as well. Yeah, similar They're worried rights, about. They, they're worried about like uh, a black uprising and white a rebelling against the whites, that kind of stuff uh, behind Kennedy. Um, that it was really is really stretch <laughs> that people were going to kill the president for this, but all right. Um, and then there was only one guy at all who was, was like, eh, I'm not sure. There's got to be a better way. Have you any? And he goes, Did you have you looked into his private life? <laughs> yeah. And they're like, Ah, uh, they're like, Well, if we could discredit him, we would. And Kennedy was not a fucking angel, not a choir boy, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that was, I didn't even pick up on that, but yeah, there was, this, that was, that was real early on. Yeah. Yeah, there was plenty. Uh, of, I call, uh, I call he had plenty of off the field issues, say, say the <laughs> least. Yeah, but uh, this guy got the impression that it was made by just real, like, left like liberal type people that were just trying to make Kennedy out to be this saint and make powers that be or I don't know powers oh, yeah, that benefited probably, yeah, from him probably. dying. I looked into it a little bit and Burt Lancaster himself was a liberal Democrat. Oh and okay. There, he was uh so like Rock Hudson was uh a closeted gay uh actor. Mm-hmm. Like it's known now, obviously, but like at the time, nobody knew that Rock Hudson was was gay, and there was some benefit or maybe even a memorial for him or something like that. And Burt Lancaster was the only one to show up uh, in support. Like it was just like as I was reading about his political affiliations and standing stuff like that. So like he was a little bit ahead of his time, actually um, politically, at least when it comes to the social stuff, not mm-hmm. you know, everything else. I don't know anything about that, but um, so I could see him kind of falling in with, I don't know exactly how 
you know, what his role was, was, was making this movie, but I can see him being in line with people who were, you know, very left leaning type. type yeah. People. Have you, have you like done a deep dive on the Kennedy stuff? Uh, a couple times I've looked into it. I've watched it that Zapruder film too many times, but yeah, I mean, oh, the Zapruder film it. is brutal. Yeah, just brutal. I mean, this gets his head blown apart. Oh, yeah. I have watched and it's it many like, times too, and like in a row sometimes. And, the, and I was today I watched it too because I'm like, oh, I want to see these agents were hungover and shit. Like, what's going on here? And like, nobody moves. Like, nothing happens. They're like, oh, we thought it was firecrackers. But I guess uh, reading about it, all those guys were heartbroken, devastated. Well, that, yeah, and it was also, I mean, just the Secret Service was so different back then, like. And there just was bare. I think they even touched on it in the movie about how they didn't really have that many guys protected them. Yeah, they said like Charles de Gaulle had like forty people with him, and yeah. Kennedy had like six most of the time or something like that. And I think that yeah. was kind. Of, I think that may have been Kennedy's call because you know Kennedy was the one who wanted to ride in the convertible. Yeah, because yeah. he liked you know he liked being this. He liked being wasn't so much he liked being president. He liked being a celebrity a little bit, you know. Yeah, he liked. Uh, well, he, he liked all that shit. But even the Burt Lancaster character kind of blamed him for allowing himself to get killed. He's like, "Well, Dallas, he's been threatened in Dallas uh, so many times. There's been X amount of threats. He's like, you're coming to hostile territory with minimal, you know, security, and you ride around in a convertible. You kind of have it coming to you." I'm like, I don't know if that means you have it coming to you, but that's that's good logic yeah. for the guy I mean it wasn't his him, best you know? decision riding around in the uh, convertible but yeah I don't know if he was asking for it <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all, not at all. <laughs> and uh, uh it's, t- uh, it's it- tough man go ahead no no go ahead you go ahead no cause I, I've oh, never yeah. really done a full deep dive on the Kennedy mm-hmm. thing but I've always been fascinated by it and the only thing keeping sure. me from doing a full deep dive is I know I'm not gonna be able to solve it by watching youtube videos or reading books because everyone has access to that shit yeah so it's not like i'm gonna find uh, the smoking gun no yeah Uh, it's it's, you 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 want the end game you don't you don't want you don't want to just and we're never gonna get run around you don't want to go chase your tail for a little while right and we're never we're just never gonna get that i mean we're never we're never gonna get that information where it's like okay it was this 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 and this you know you have all these stories out there with the mob but and what the problem is is he had so many enemies yeah, I mean, you said uh, they said it in the movie too. Uh, how many death threats he used to get in da- just in Dallas alone? Which yeah. I get that down south, so that you know, I'm sure that was common. But then you know, mm-hmm. you had the Cubans, the Bay of Pigs disaster. Yeah, and then you had the, Chincana, the mafia, right? Because well, he was banging his right. girlfriend, right, or his mistress, or whoever. They both had the well, same mistress. That that and I mean, basically, they get. I mean, the mob got him elected in in Illinois. Basically, they got him the they got him. Teamsters votes, you know, yeah. in Chicago. And uh, I think it was the Teamsters. I assume it was the Teamsters and got him the votes. And then he puts Bobby in as, uh, what the fuck was Bobby Kennedy? Secretary of Defense, something like that. Attorney and General. Bobby, Attorney General goes after, goes after the mafia. So Yeah, fucking RFK. What an asshole. <laughs> never, trust, yeah. never trust a rich kid's son. <laughs> <laughs> Been saying it. Never trust a rich kid's Never trust millionaires' kids. <laughs> and what's even more criminal is that he uh, he kind of put his nose up at Sinatra after he got elected, which is how he how he got introduced to the mob. Right, was through Sinatra. Yeah, he he did. He wouldn't stay with them in uh, 
in California when I went out there. Right. They with Bing, Bing, they with Bing Crosby instead. Um, yeah, Bing Crosby was, was a Republican, right? <laughs> yeah, I think some of that was embellished for that movie, but yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. He, he, he probably was. He might have been, but uh, I'm not sure exactly how it, how it all played out. But I know he got. I know he got ditched. Sinatra got ditched by Kennedy. Yeah. And no, and at a time where nobody ditched Sinatra. And that was on his his. That was more of his father's call, I believe. Right, Joe Kennedy told him kind of once once the, he got in office, he like he obviously used them and kind of. Di- Kind of told him to distance himself from them. Yeah, in the movie, he didn't like Joe Kane. Didn't like Sinatra. I assume it was probably more of a maybe it was Bobby, or maybe it was just you know maybe it really was true that, that Sinatra's place wasn't that secure. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know, or just you know, you can't be wrong with those kind of people. <laughs> but uh, yeah, a lot of problems. This movie. It was if it's if I so if you had a guess, TV, if you had a guess before we get yeah. back into that, before if you had a guess, you'd say it was. Yeah. Probably the mob definitely had something to do with this. I've always believed it was a mob, yeah. Yeah, me too. I've always believed. I think there was there's a book, fuck his name of the book. It's by Bill Bonanno, Joe Bonanno's kid, who was I've heard of it, yeah. He's uh Bound by Honor, maybe that's the name of the book. Mm. And he says that he, that he knows the guy who whacked Kennedy. And it was all like it was all from Cuba. Not the guy who actually Tra- pulled. Con- not Tra- the guy Conti. who actually. Yeah, not the guy who actually pulled the trigger, though, because I, I I still think. That yeah, he said he. Well, he's he said there was a guy. Yeah, I don't know how the, the story is accurate, and I'm yeah. not sure why. Yeah, I I, I still. See, I'm, I, I'm in on I'm in on the yeah I'm in on the conspiracy like the mob was involved maybe the Cubans who knows. But I think I'm I'm not down on like the second or third shooter. I think it was just one shot, one shooter. I'm not sold on the one shooter theory, man. No, I'm not sold. I'm not sold on it. Like I'm not. I just it's. I'm not saying I'm hardline more than one shooter. I mean, they get into that here. The triangular plate only plate the best place for a triangular. They were heavy on that. Yeah, uh, just having like three, you know, from three different angles. Um. I'm not totally sold. I just, I, man, there's not enough information either way. I don't think, or not that I've read. I feel like the shots would have been closer together if it was two or three shooters. Yeah, but if you're in different parts, like you don't know, like maybe you want to, you know, you you have to see what happens after that first shot. Either way, if you have to, re, you know, reload. Yeah. Right, it was like four seconds apart, whatever. I think so. Yeah. Because they have the but X's, he's... they have the X's marked where he got shot both times when he when I was just there back in September, and they have the X's mm-hmm. on the road, like however far ten feet apart or whatever it was, yeah. Where each time See, where I've, he was shot, never used one of those Italian rifles myself, but uh, I mean I I don't know how long it would take to to you know to reload it, but like recock and then re-aim it. Mm-hmm. So I I just I feel like if if there's more than one shooter. The first guy takes your shot, clip, you know, hits him. It stuns him right there. The second guy's got to wait. He's got him in the sights. He's got to wait and see, like, what the action is and then take it. And then that seems like – that seems to me like there would be more of a chance that that second shot would be a direct hit. If the second guy oh, was, was three already shots, had, right? It was three shots or two? Um, I, I, didn't, I don't know. They didn't, really, they didn't really talk about that. I mean, I'm sure it was in the – I'm sure it was in that scene. But there was three guys in that scene. 
No, I mean like in in when it actually went down. Yeah, yeah. Did one? Oh, did the first, was... Did the first bullet hit the guy oh, yeah. in the front too? Oh yeah, maybe it was three because because two hit Kennedy and one hit a one hit a um a Secret Service agent. Yeah, because the guy in the movie on the plane <laughs> rides like I hit the wrong guy. Yeah, dude, some broad. How you doing? He's like, I'm doing good considering I hit the wrong guy. <laughs> Fuck, oh, you yeah. talking about? <laughs> like, yeah. How's that girl not dead? And like, oh, I was in chloroform her and throw her off the fucking plane. What's going <laughs> on here, man? Yeah, uh... and I. That's though I can't believe there's one person that wasn't like, I don't, we probably shouldn't do this, and that guy didn't end up in a creek like a week before Kennedy got whacked. Like, to me, if there's this huge conspiracy, not everybody's going to be on board, and everyone's just in such agreement with it. <laughs> it's really right. strange how they how they did it. And I, th- I the reason I think the mob is like the main culprits in this is because they're the ones they're probably the best equipped to like keep a secret and yeah. Anybody who talks out of school, get rid of them quickly without letting it get out in the yeah. open. Yep. That's just, yeah, that had to be. I don't if there was a call on it, it had to be high level stuff. And you don't think like a Gambino soldier or even like a Trafficanti soldier or something like that is going to even get wind of it. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be the commission. It's going to be the commission, basically. Yeah. That's that's talking about it. And, and uh, I think Jack Ruby, Jack Ruby, also the guy who killed Oswald, had you know ties with. Uh, Organized crime. Yeah, too. his and his, his character in this movie was great. <laughs> yeah, he was not. It was not a great actor, but like the, the, the no, he was time, terrible actor. But the one time, the one thing they had him say on, on screen was him cursing out a stripper. Oh yeah, I forgot what <laughs> the strip call her a bitch or something. Yeah, the stripper comes into the into the club and he's closed and he and he's she's like Jack, why are we closed? He's like, don't you read the paper, you stupid bitch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, man. <laughs> Brutal. Uh, yeah. And then, do you ever go ahead? I was just gonna say about see... who's. I was gonna ask you if you saw Ruby with, with oh, Danny Aiello. No, I, I no, uh, right. I, I don't remember. I was doing a little Jack Ruby research though, and I, I saw yeah. that I didn't realize it was Aiello though. Um, yeah. But did you know I uh, Aiello Ruby was um. They said they said that he imp- was it. He impersonated a was it a t- uh, journalist or a television reporter? He tried to go to the police station that night, the night Kennedy was oh, killed. Really? I, said oh, they, I think they said yeah. there was video evidence of it. So oh. that makes you think, like you know, the the, the uh, seeds were planted. Like he was in on this. He was trying to, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was trying to get over there. I'm not so gonna, it's not gonna solve it though on this show. So <laughs> no, no. I think I know what and, happened, but uh, they will never know. Yeah, I don't. There's not really much. I, I wouldn't. The whole thing, like getting a Jack Ruby look, or a Jack Ruby, a um, uh, Lee Harvey Oswald lookalike to go around town, like just insulting people and saying, "You got a problem with me? My name is Lee Harvey Oswald." Yeah, so <laughs> ridiculous. It seems like the guy was a real weasel in real life, so I could see him. I don't know if there's. I kind of looked around. I didn't see anything. I did see where he was at a gun range. This was in the movie. I did see he was at a gun range leading up to it. I didn't see that there was a uh, like him butting heads with somebody for shooting at the wrong target. But yeah, he was just going and insulting the car dealership guy. And he went. Like, didn't he whack a cop too? Uh, was that the day of? He, he whacked a cop he, and then he, he went into a movie theater. Yeah, I don't know if he did or he or he was or he tried to shoot a cop and they didn't disarm him. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, it's uh wild shit. Yeah, and that town, man, in Dallas, man, it's like it was so weird being there. It's like it's almost like you go back into a time machine, and it's just like something really airy and spooky about it. Yeah, there. That's real, weird. real strange. Yeah, real strange. And they still have the. Uh, I went in, into the museum, which is the depository, right? Yeah. Dealey Plaza, and they still mm-hmm. have it like set up. It's in glass, so you can't actually go into where uh, he took the shot from. But they still have it. They say set up the way it was set up that day. Wow, mm-hmm. it's pretty crazy. But yeah, wow. something off. Yeah, it's weird. Something off about. It's almost like how you're walking around now with Corona. Everybody knows. Everybody knows what's up, but you know nobody really says anything. It's almost like that when you're walking around that area of Dallas, man. It's crazy. Everybody knows, yeah, what happened. There's the ghost hanging over the place. Yes, and it's like you entered a time portal, man. It's like you're back in yeah. the sixties. It's wild. Yeah. Another thing in this movie, and we don't need to like get. We already pretty much in. We, we got way too in depth with this movie already, but. <laughs> Um, like in this one, the conspiracy has Oswald as a pure patsy. Like he had nothing to do with it. Basically, he was not. Yeah, which I'm not. All. I'm not buying that. Yeah, I believe he probably took. He took a shot. I'm sure. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> he definitely took a shot. I think. Um, at least one, if not two or you know, or three, I guess. Yeah. But um, um, another thing is they they try to make it like Shakespearean almost, like they had. That one guy was always kind of waxing poetic about the, like the, um, like the duties of the people that were involved. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, they're dis- you know, for society, for the future, and blah blah blah. And then we'll sit down and tell us so- tell stories about the death of kings. Like it was just very <laughs> weird. How they, like, is it a conspiracy? Is it a Shakespearean tale? Like, what is it? It was very. The movie is a little bit off. Like, obviously, it's it's a, it's a subject that that people are still interested in, that still kind of are enamored with. Um, it was very weird, though. Uh, do you have I, – I have one thing to mention, but it's nothing to do with – the. it's loosely related to the movie. you have anything else on the movie itself? Uh, I don't think so. No, I think I'm good. Would you recommend it to anybody? Uh, not, no, probably not. Would you – if you saw it on TV, would you stop – not tomorrow, but like – if you saw it on TV in six months, would you stop? Be like, oh yeah, I remember this one. Yeah, probably, I probably would. Only because I'm into I the think, Kennedy stuff. That's the only thing. Uh, yeah, that's. I wouldn't recommend it. I wouldn't talk about this outside of this podcast. <laughs> and let, you know what? I would. I would recommend it to someone if they're if they're into the Kennedy stuff. Like, I, and I'm you know somewhere in the middle. I'm not a fanatic, but I'm not somebody who ignores it. Like I'm into it. You know. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely interesting because it is ten years after the actual killing. Yeah. Like if you if you're not into the Kennedy stuff, I you, this shouldn't be your first thing into it because it's just no. This, no, this yeah. is so it, this is so out out of left field. This movie that it's not not it's like two percent of it that's maybe true. Like you can't this can't be your first thing. But you know if you've done a lot, if you've read books about it and you you know you're into it, then I mean yeah, you can give it a shot. And it's, it's interesting. Yeah, this is not. You're not going to find any answers in this one. It's <laughs> no. It's really just a machination. It's just just the machinations of the of a conspiracy. Yeah, um, you know, and there's like a guy uh, decoding like the secret, pa- the secret message, and it like leads to a Bible passage that oh, he yeah. knows that means little... it's on. Like, like it's just, it's 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 all over the place. It's really it's a messy movie, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, the one thing I do want to mention before we get into. Uh, 
the game is uh so there's there was nine agents who were out drinking the night before. Yeah. And just to put a little lighthearted spin on the worst thing ever, like you've been to work hungover before, right? This week, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so can you, like, I can imagine being at work, not when the president gets killed, but I can't imagine being at work hungover oh, no, when your job is protecting the president. And like there, there's something like this might happen. Like, <laughs> I don't know what you're, I just can't imagine. And like a shot rings out. Like if I'm at work and I'm hungover. Yeah, like what's the worst I, thing I, you could possibly do? You know? I mean, my 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 I get a new email and I'm like, Jesus, like I can't deal with this right now. <laughs> Fucking shot rings out, you're hungover. Like, oh no, like that's panic time, man. <sighs> I gotta draw my weapon now. I gotta deal with this shit. <laughs> oh great, his brains are splattered all over. Now I gotta deal with this. <laughs> Fort Fort Worth was a was a dry town too in '63. Oh, is that right? I was actually in Fort Worth. Uh, they, it's open container uh, now. You can walk well, around. They've come, they've come a long way. But the yeah. place that the agents were drinking at was like only drink on the menu was fruit juice. <laughs> but what they really served was just pure Everclear. Oh. <laughs> so, so they were. So, that was yeah. a real hangover. Yeah, yeah. serious hangover, man. And they get, a couple guys were out until five in the morning, or, or at least one guy's up till five, I think. A couple guys were two o'clock. Like, yeah, you can't be drinking Everclear the night before you're taking uh, the president on a tour of Dallas-Fort Worth. Come on, boys. Yeah, especially Dallas, man. Fucking guy. Yeah, it all, seems, all like, death it, down it there. seems like the place where you need to get shit-faced, but if your job is protecting the, a Democrat in the heart of the place, yeah, maybe yeah, you should right. rethink your methods. <laughs> well, who are we to play Monday morning, Monday, Monday morning quarterback on that, I guess? Yeah, 57 years later. <laughs> 57. Is that right? 57. Yeah. They just had the 50 year anniversary yeah. a few yeah. years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. Uh, all right. Well, I guess it's my turn. We got three movies for me tonight. Three this movies. Is, uh, this is the uh, dating game or uh, match match game, whatever the fuck. The movie dating match game. Whatever. Yeah, movie dating it. match game. MDG. All right. All right. So you got three movies. All right. Don't you do yes. me a favor. It's th- three movies. You got mm-hmm. three. Um, main the, the the biggest star in each movie. I want you to rank the three for me. Okay, in terms of biggest star, yeah, biggest biggest star being one, one to three, or A to C. I don't know. Or all right, so I have I have to, movie. Uh, I have I already have them like one, two, and three. The movies. Okay, that's good. So I'll say movie number three has the biggest star. Okay. And then movie number one has the second biggest star. Okay. One, two. Okay, got it. How about by director? Is that uh, doable? Director, I, w- I don't know any of these guys off the top of my okay. head. Okay. Um, and then um, I would say there's a chance you've seen one of these movies, but only one of them. I would say the other two, probably not. Okay. All right. Um. Let's see. So you did years. I'll just go with. Are any of them in the same decade? Uh, yes. Uh, two of them are. Which, which movie? Two? Movies one and two are in the same decade. Okay. I'm not gonna go for you. You went for years. I'm gonna kind of go naked on the years. They're all nine years apart total, though. Nine year difference between them all. I can give. I can give you that. That's fair. Yeah. Nine, right. You mean like, okay. 
They're so all like, in, they're all between 1952 and 1961. Oh, okay. All right, gotcha. Yeah. Nice. I like this. Um, okay. Uh, oh, wait, I'm not even doing the fucking game right. Okay. Um, Bachelor number three. Yeah. Are you a sports movie? No. Sports? No. Okay. Uh, bachelor number two. Is there any violence in your uh, film? Let's see. Yes, there is a little bit of violent violence, a little bit of a crime element, I think. Oh, violence and crime. All right. I believe this one I got to really, uh, I'm going to end up reading the whole plot of this movie because oh. this one I have no idea what it's about. <laughs> uh, bachelor number one. Yeah. Have, did you win? Did you win any awards, um, either for the movie itself or acting? Uh, not like not lighting, not lighting, but like movie directing, acting, anything like that. Any major awards? Uh, nominated for Academy Awards, but not uh, did not win. Nominated for Oscars. Won a About gold. Same... Won a Golden Globe. Ooh, what was what was the Globe for? Uh, most promising newcomer, and it was a female. Is that is this Paper Moon? No. <laughs> right, this is the guess. movie you. This is the movie you may have seen. You definitely know the promising, movie. promising. Okay, all right, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, okay, same question for Bachelor number three. All right, uh, number Bachelor, f- Bachelorette number three. I guess. I mean, I'm just, uh, Jesus Christ, and all over the place. <laughs> Number three, I don't think so. I'm on the Wikipedia page. I don't see any awards or anything for this one. No awards. Um, okay. Let's see. I bachelor number three. I need to ask you a question. Hmm. That was number. That was number three. I thought. Or was that number two? That was that was three. I meant number two. I got to ask a question. Oh, okay. Sorry, I I have that I have number two as the third best, the third biggest oh, okay. star. So yeah. I had that three violence and crime. Um, let's see. So, huh? Fifty-two to sixty-one. Huh? Have you seen Have you seen these movies, or these are all movies you've never seen? These are all movies. The two of them, the one I told you that you may have seen, I know it's kind of a famous, I think, movie. Okay. The other two I had never heard of. I just found on, on the on-demand TCM. You know, I'm going to ask number three another question. All right. Are, are you a romantic-type movie? Would you, could, are you a date movie? Would you bring – oh, you know what? Do that. Rank these by who, which one you would take a girl to see. Okay. Which one would I – I would say three would probably I mean, be last. Okay. Last, okay. Um, and I would say, I would say probably movie number, movie number two would be the best date movie. Hmm. Okay. Promising newcomer. That one, that one's got me. Number two, did number two win any awards? No. Huh. Um, Okay. 
not a lot of awards. And I'm pretty I sure you know. I'm one. pretty sure you know this. Uh, you know who the female newcomer is. I'm not gonna okay. bank, I'm not gonna say 100. percent You know who she is, but I think you do. Okay. Uh, it could that could be Natalie Wood? Is it Natalie Wood? It oh, Natalie oh, Wood. oh! All right. I don't think I've seen that movie. All right. <laughs> so you know, you she, know the movie? No, she didn't. She didn't. Did she win for um, Rebel Without a Cause? She was nominated. Or oh, was, was she a newcomer there? Yeah, that's the that's, oh. that's number one. Oh no! All right. You right. never seen that, or you have? I've seen it a couple of times. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, as for, uh, first, well, a first, we've, we've solved it. All right. All right. All right so I think I'm ready. I'm, I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch it anyways. I'm probably going to watch all three. Of these, yeah. So. That's a good one. Yeah, I liked. I liked Rebel. That's a good one. Um. Yeah, that's a different. Well, yeah, I'll watch it. We could talk about Rebel without a cause. We could do. A, we could do a classic uh, movie episode at some point. All right. Um. Well, let's see. Okay, so this comes down to two versus three. Yep. Uh, two, okay. Two, let's 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 ask one more question, and then I got to make a decision, I guess. Uh, the only reason I know that Natalie Wood was a promising newcomer was because I just watched the Natalie Wood documentary like two days ago. Right? Didn't Robert Robert Wagner like kill her or something? Allegedly? No, no, no he didn't. I mean, didn't do with it. No, uh, it's it's it was it was accidental. The the, the documentary is actually really good like i was exhausted and it, it was just starting i was like i'll put this on and watch it and i watched the whole thing it was phenomenal wagner gets interviewed through the whole thing oh okay um i mean it's like natalie wood's daughters doing the interviewing and stuff yeah and like i you, you just end up feeling just horrible for robert wagner at the end of the movie and you just feel bad ever having thought that he was in on it right right same, right. same thing same thing with walking you're just like oh it wasn't either of these guys it was just a fucking accident yeah and it's just and it's, it's heartbreaking it sucks but it's also fascinating to watch uh like that natalie wood's career like rise and stuff like that very cool mm-hmm. very cool yeah. to watch um so that's the only reason i knew she was the only promising newcomer i know except for paper moon was uh um, somebody's daughter. I forget who it was. Oh, All right. Okay. Um, let's see. So two and three. Two's got violence and crime. One. No. Okay. So what? I don't have any positive. Okay. So I know we know two has violence and crime. Number three, I have no. No, I know biggest <laughs> star. Um. Okay. Is the is the second lead in number three? Is it the uh, is it a male or a female? The second lead, uh, male. Okay. And also for three, um, is it an action movie? Um, kind of. Yeah, I mean, there's there's some uh, there's some guns fired. Okay. It doesn't fall necessarily under that genre, but yeah, it kind of is. Okay. Um, okay, I have two more questions. Is either one of you a war movie? War, no. Okay. And what was, this, what was the last question I had? Um, 
Um, would you consider either a thriller, suspense? I um, probably. If like I don't know Google, any. You, if you like Googled it, sometimes it'll tell yeah, you. you know genre, what? Yeah, you know what? The first line in the Wikipedia page, it's definitely a suspense. The, the uh, number two is. How about three? Three would not be considered a thriller, no. That's closer to action <sighs> than thriller. All right. Okay, think I, I ah, man, I'm intrigued by the biggest star, but I, I'm going and two has the third. Wow, there's a bigger star than James Dean. This I'm guy, going, yeah. I'm going with. I'm still going with uh, movie number two. All right, I would. I think I would have picked that one too. Um, okay. All right, movie number two is the Las Vegas story. Probably well, never okay. heard of it, right? I have not heard of the Las Vegas. I, I mean, it sounds like a name I should have heard, but no. The Las Vegas story from 1952. Uh, that's, that's 50. Wow. The oldest one. Nice. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, suspense in some way. I'm not sure exactly. All right. On a visit. All right, I'll, I'll tell you right now. Right. On a visit to Las Vegas, the wealthy Lloyd Rollins goes on a gambling streak, much to the dismay of his beautiful wife. While in town, Linda decides to stop by her old stomping grounds at Casino where she runs into her former flame. He's a lieutenant. Though Andrews hopes to rekindle his romance with Linda, missing jewelry, murder, and kidnapping hinder those plans, and he must get to the bottom of those crimes. <laughs> oh, yes. That's <laughs> yeah. fantastic. I can't wait. All right. And then the other was movie. Re- this, was remade, this was remade. Oh, uh, was it? In 2015. Oh, was, oh, I'm glad I picked Jane Russell. Nice. Oh, All Jane right. I, I wasn't even I wasn't Fantastic. familiar with Jane Russell. She's the lead. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, Vincent yeah, Price choice. is in this movie? Let's go. All right, can't wait. Okay, what's the other one? The other movie was The Common Cheros. It's a John Wayne movie. Oh, okay. It's uh, uh, uh Common Cheros. I'm not really familiar with too much John Wayne John Wayne stuff. He's got some good stuff, yeah. He's got yeah. some It's uh after his just... partner is killed, aging Texas Ranger, Jake Cutter, who is John Wayne, is assigned to capture gambler Paul Regret, a condemned prisoner who managed to escape hanging and return him to Louisiana to face sentence. Oh, Lee Marvin's in it too? Nice. Yeah, I might have to do all three of these. I got nothing else to watch though. I think I would have chose Las Vegas story, though. I think that would have been my choice. I like it. I feel like I know what I'm getting with the other two movies, even though I've never seen them. I feel like this one could, uh, I don't know, high risk, high reward, this this movie. Yeah, a Rebel's like a must watch, like for any movie type buff. Like you got yeah. at some point, it's, it's like Citizen Kane, you got to watch it. It's James Dean. It's like his, I mean, I, guess, I never saw Giant or... Um, East of Eden, the two other John Wayne, or the two other uh, James Dean movies. Yeah, but that's, Rebels, why, that's you know. why I picked those two, these two guys because I'm not like I like John Wayne and James Dean just because they're iconic, yeah. but I've really yeah. never seen too much of their work. Yeah, so yeah. I start give off. You, I give you. So I've never seen the common shares. I've seen a bunch of John Wayne, but I mean, like, like True Grit, like, yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, he's he's in a bunch of stuff. He's uh. I mean, he's, yeah, you say he's a legend. He's in a he's a bunch of stuff that they're all they're all westerns though. A couple of war movies. I think that's what always kept me. Like I'm not a big western guy, so. But I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna get into it. 
Uh, yeah, man, I can I can put you on I can put you on a a western and actually not a lot of John Wayne movies with my western um, recommendations, but I get you a couple in there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now, I've seen so, a yeah, few modern. I've seen a few kick. of the modern day ones. I saw like I love Tombstone. That's the one with okay. that's Val Kilmer playing Doc Holliday. Yeah, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. that, I love that one. Uh, I just never got into the older ones. But it's never too yeah. late. No, not at all, man. I love westerns and to the point. Like last night, I put one on. Uh, what the fuck was the name of this movie? With Burt Burt Lancaster happened to be in it. It was not uh-huh. a good movie. It was like it was like three hours long. But it, I didn't. I just put it on because it's on like the Western Channel. I just when I don't know what to watch, yeah. As I'm flipping, I pu- I'll put it on just to see. Let me see if I can find the name of it real quick. But it was a but it was a comedy. It was almost like it was. It wasn't great at all. But it it was almost like um, not like a spoof. <laughs> no, but it was almost like it was trying to be a spoof before spoofs were a thing, or, or like even like the modern spoof was. I'm sure spoofs mm. happened before. I, you know, I'm, I'm not a, a encyclopedia of yeah when shit happened in Hollywood. But um, what the fuck was the name of this movie? Hang on one second. Let's see if I can find it. But there was like a there the town was running out of whiskey. Oh, they only, they only had and it was they they needed to, they they went to a. Uh, and Oracle, the guy's name was Oracle, and they just kept feeding him. They had like eight bottles left of whiskey, but they kept feeding this guy whiskey because every time he would, every time he would kind of forget what he was going to say, that he would make them fill his glass. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, and, and then, and then, and then I, I can't see; it's blurry. And they would pour him a drink, he'd pound it, and then he would say like what was what he saw was coming. They'd make his predictions and stuff. Mm. It was it was fucking weird, man. But uh. But it had its moments and very racist. Oh yeah, well, well it's a western. I mean, I, I'm, there's a little bit of that. Well, there was Indians, like, there's Native Americans involved, and uh, one of Burt Lancaster's lines, they're saying, "Oh, I didn't, I don't. Why are you setting the, the next shipment of whiskey is going across the whatever through Apache through Apache land? Why, why are the Apaches? They're, they're gonna take, they're gonna take down the train, that, shit like that, steal." <laughs> steal all our whiskey like and it's like now i gotta go out there and take care of it in the desert and it's like i hate the i hate the wind i hate the dust and i hate the indians and it's like oh my fucking lancaster man for a liberal man the guy's whacking presidents (laughs) and he's uh trashing native americans it was a comedy it was all for uh it was all for effect uh the hollow the hallelujah trail that's the name of the movie oh okay like I, two hours, 45 minutes long. Oof. I kept going. I kept like flipping back to after a while just to see like what was going on. But like, I, I yeah. did watch a good, I watched a good half hour of it. The good like, thing about, um, the good thing about some of these old movies is they're short. Like the one we just covered was short and I tried to pick ones that were uh, like under two hours. Thanks, something man. that, uh, yeah, well, you know, like this Las Vegas story is 88 minutes. Man. That's a nice, easy watch. Oh, I can't wait to get into it, man. I'm pumped. I'm pumped for yeah. that movie. Yeah, me too. Oh, Martin in this, in this movie, like from the Hallelujah, Hallelujah Trail, uh, Martin Landau plays one of the Native Americans. Plays a chief. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Just to give you an idea, Martin yeah. Landau. All right. Yeah, there was one scene that left left the, left one of the Indians like, like face down in the dirt. And I just looked at him; he's all white. Like this dude is not Native American; he's a white guy. It was, it was like, black and white. On? No, I was in color. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. 
yeah. It was pretty funny, though. On its way to Denver, a cargo of whiskey destined for the miners is sought after by the Temperance League, the U.S. Cavalry, the local Indians, and the miners themselves. Oh, yeah, there's a whole like thing with the Temperance and stuff like that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. All right. Well, Ant, you got anything else uh, before we hit the road for uh, call it a show? Uh, I think that's it. Been red hot this week. Oh uh, yeah, a couple of UFC been... picks in there. You see, you see our uh, San Anita's coming back. Oh, is it nice? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Fans, I don't know if it's no crowds, obviously, right? I yeah, I, I didn't really look into. It. I just saw it was coming back. And I, yeah, I assume there's no fans. All right. Well, we're getting a little back. Uh, back tomorrow. Back little yeah. It's, it's, yep. There you go. Yeah. Uh, live horse racing Friday. So tomorrow. There you go. Yeah. All right. One season, of the first season episodes. finale of uh, Happy Hour Zoom. And, yeah. Let's, uh, get, let's make it a good one. Getting back to a little bit more of uh, human interaction. All right. Follow us at Sunday 4, and uh, we will see you shortly. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. All right. Peace. I'm feeling all right. Uh-huh. Uh, all right, man. That was a good show. Yeah. What do you think? How we got doing? it? Got everything what, in there that we needed to. What did you give us? What did you, your grade is that? Uh, what's the scale? Hey, A, B, C, D, F. I don't know. B minus. Yeah, I'll take a B minus. I always <laughs> feel like that. I always feel. I always feel like I'm like a C. C student, it doesn't matter. B, yeah. B minus is good. You, you don't think we're at brilliant yet? No, we're not Not quite there. <laughs> <laughs> Getting there, though. Baby steps, baby steps. When you, when you drink alone, it says you put the TV on and you're pounding browns? Or is this the, yeah, you browns. Are you walking to the, walking to the fridge? It's all, all browns. You're never just walking to the fridge over and over again? Um... No, I very rarely drink beer by my. If I drink beer by myself, it's usually like during the day. It's nice out, I'm on the deck. Gotcha. Huh. All right. If I'm, if I'm drink a lot of beer. Yeah, beer. Beer would be like during the day, like this Saturday maybe. It's mm-hmm. nice out. Uh, but no, if it's like late, like eleven o'clock, and you know the house is all dark, it's just brown. And I usually just put it right in front of me, with a with a glass. <laughs> With a glass, but yeah, I just, I yeah, just, you're not an animal. You're not an animal. Yeah. No, no yeah. the Heaven Hill is one thing, but a nice bottle. I'll just plop it in front of me and just fill it a few times. <laughs> All right, <laughs> fill it to the brim a couple times. Yeah. Have, you, have you had to go back to the package store to restock? I'm brown. No, I almost did. That's right. I got the Campari last week, but I still have. I still have brown. I do need to bet by Brown though soon. Yeah, and I think I'm going rye. I want. I think I'm in the mood for some rye. So that's what I. That's what I had tonight. I finished off my Knob Creek rye, uh, and uh, I think that's where I'm going next round. So you know, he's coming over my house. It's my. Well, you can't social distance in my house. So, uh, <laughs> so I'll see you guys. I guess uh, out here. I don't know when. Championship <laughs> Sunday. That's the goal. That's the goal, man. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah. If not if not Holyfield uh Tyson three. <laughs>
<laughs> oh man, <laughs> it's a toy field, Tyson. I'm gonna get into that. <laughs> Bring your mask. <laughs> Bring your bull. Bring your mask and your bull. Yeah, can't be sure. Can't be sure. Bring your own bull, man. That's it. <laughs> Oh, I got to tell you, I, uh, I definitely have to mention this on the show. Uh, not a big deal, but uh, yesterday I was taking, like, I was outside walking with uh, the kids and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like they were on their bikes and shit. And it was on a scooter. And I took I took a scooter. It's like for it's for older kids and shit. I was like, all right, I'm going to go down the hill. So I did a couple times on a smaller hill. I was like, I got to get a little more speed. I went up the hill a little bit further. Uh, like, Towards the clubhouse, coming down that hill towards, like where I am, um, and I fucking bit it, man. Oh. And I went rolling. I got cut up on the sidewalk on the on the uh, pavement. I mean, oh man, cut up. Back is all fucked up. Like it was good. It was a good beat down, man. And then last night I ate half like a half a worm last night. I am all in on cannabis as a painkiller. Phenomenal. Oh yeah, for phenomenal. sure. Phenomenal. Oh my god. Dude, it was amazing. I'm all in was... on cannabis being a digestive. How about that? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's beautiful. I'd love to order a fucking a Tell fucking you, nug after after dinner whenever restaurants reopen. Yeah, I'd yeah. Whenever I have a little stomach issue, man, anything, it's just like whether it's an edible oh. or maybe a little, a little puff. It's tremendous. Really? I never oh, yeah. I never had that. No, I'm I I'm all for the Alka-Seltzer. <laughs> Oh, no. Tums or whatever, yeah. If it's if it's I mean, a wake look, and, if it's a wake and bake man, you do a little uh, a little pot with like the cat the caffeine, a little coffee, and the caffeine yeah. and the and the THC go fifteen rounds, man. <laughs> they don't know they pull. You know what I mean? You don't know if they're coming or going, man. Drop a deuce, good as new. All right, all right. There you go. Good. T- there you go. Tips all around. Good life tips all around. Yeah, got to leave the post show in now, man. Giving out gems like that. Yeah, it was beautiful, man. I, don't, <laughs> I still think we're at a B minus. I, I don't think we raised above a B minus, and that even might be generous. <laughs> That's fine. I'll take it. I'll take. It. I'll stick with the B minus. I'll live with it. All right, <laughs> all right, man. I'll talk to you at five o'clock or five thirty or five forty-five or whatever time tomorrow. Yeah. All right. <laughs>